This is Krista Renee from the 90 Day Podcast. And my next guest is Felicia Oliver. And she is here to talk about life insurance. Hi, Felicia. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you today, Ms. Krista? I am well. So, Felicia, what made you want to get into life insurance? Other than making good money. Other than making good money and keeping people safe. <laughs> you know, um, to educate people um, in the benefits of having life insurance. Oh, okay. So what is your role? What is your role? Well, I am an agent. And uh, what I do is um, I go to different neighborhoods different schools, different churches, and um, I speak to people about life insurance and how it's um, to build generational wealth. So what I do is I um, discuss different policies with anybody from the age of 18 all the way up until 75. Okay. And, and nowadays where we have a high rise and gun violence with a lot of mass shootings. Do you find a lot of people wanting to sign up with life insurance? Yes, especially since the coronavirus um, came out COVID-19. So, um, you know, it kind of brought the light to the fact that anything could happen at any time. And we never, we don't have any control at all. You know, and um, to leave financial debt behind on someone that you love, as they say, they love ones, you know, um, leaving leaving that behind, changing not only their lives, you know, but other people to come behind them. Right. You know, which is destroying your generational wealth for your family. What is so people... Again, Go ahead. Yes. Nope. It's Okay. What is people's biggest concern about life insurance? Because I know with me, it's always, okay, um, what's, what is the, how, you know, how, what is the health? How do my health play a big role in life insurance? Okay, so, um, and that's a good question, Miss Crystal, because that's what people don't understand. They think life insurance is like a, um, it's like, you know how you call around and you get different car insurance for your vehicle, mm-hmm. a home insurance, and, you co- and you're being competitive with the pricing and so forth? Right. You know, yeah, different companies offer different pricing, right? But life insurance boils down to this, your age, your health, and how much coverage you're looking for. Right. Okay. So people say that, oh, that's life insurance costs too much. It doesn't cost too much. The dollar amount that you're looking for costs too much for you. Mm-hmm. So you have to stay within your dollar amount. You know, everybody thinks that they have to have $100,000 and a million dollar coverage. It's nice to have that. It's very affordable if you start this policy at the age of 18 or within your 20s or your 30s, you know. But mm-hmm. when you start to get up in age and, and you want to get 100000 or over 100000 or a million dollar policy, it's going to cost you. You know, so I always tell people, look, $10,000, somebody left you $10,000, Miss Crystal. Would you not be happy with $10,000? Oh, absolutely. Is there anything that you can do with $10,000 right now? I, I was do give a you lot. a $10,000 check. <laughs> I, would, I right? could do a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. And these days with the internet, 
all these kids out here, all they doing is doing a lot of things. They finding out that they can be their own business owners. You know, you look at the youth, a lot of these kids, they, they half of them is rich, billionaires. They got a young boy about 13 years old. He just started selling bow ties over the internet when he was eight. Yeah. And 10 with his, you know, so... So these kids are taking a little bit of money and they're, and they're turning that money into a lot. Master P got $10,000 of life insurance from his father, his grandfather, and he turned that money into what he got to this day. He bought a record store and from that record store he sold that and he was able to invest further. You know, so you don't have to get a big policy. Right. You know, and I always tell people that stay within your means. Get something though. Something is better than nothing. Right, right. Now, is there oh, is there an age limit when purchasing life insurance? There's no age limit. There's no age limit. It's the difference in the offer that you will get if you purchase life insurance at a certain age. So I have people that I speak with all over the world. And um, there's people that, that purchase life insurance at the age of 80 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You got people that, that try to get coverage at the last minute. You know, and I tell people, don't wait to the last minute. You know, because right. somebody's going to have to pay to bury you. Right. Whether it's your kids, your mother, your aunt, your uncle, somebody. Okay, so I have a question. So if you wanted to get life life insurance on someone who is at a 88 years of age, and you want to start off with, a, I don't know, a $10,000 policy, is there a grace period time before that um, life insurance kicks in? Like, suppose that person only lives for, um, God forbid, two months. And what is the age group that we're speaking of? Uh, Eighty-eight years old. Okay. And at the time, right, that so person. And at the time, that person is healthy. And like you said, um, here today, gone tomorrow. And now with these. Um, uh, the co coronavirus now that coronavirus is at uh neutral i mean even though it's still here but it's um at a neutral state where it's um a little bit more contained but what if there is a new variant that comes out and god forbid this 88 year old lady come in contact with some uh with that new variant and she doesn't make it um to to see her 89th birthday because because she get this corona variant now this new corona variant and you not knowing that she's not going to make it but you put this policy out this life insurance policy out on her how does that how does that work okay so if i can get the question correct miss Krista, i'm gonna repeat your question back to you just to make sure i understood what you asked me so um, you're basically saying that um, if you get a, a policy on an 88-year-old person, so if somebody's getting a policy past 75, it's going to be a graded policy. All right, so I answer that one first. So it's okay. going to be a graded policy. Most of, if he doesn't have any health issues at all, right, which is you know amazing. So there's no health conditions in the last five to ten years. Well, I mean, okay. considering her age, I mean, she might have just a normal wear and tear because of her age. But put it this way, she doesn't have um, any uh, heart disease. Okay, so is she dependent on oxygen? No. Okay, so does she need help with daily living, activity of daily living, getting out of bed, eating, walking? No. 
Okay. So does she have any high blood pressure, of course, cholesterol, of course? Okay. Let's say she does have, um, uh, she is taking medication for her um, blood pressure. Okay. How many medications? Um, I don't know. Being 88 years old, maybe she's on more than one. Okay. So therefore, she would get a greater policy. So, you know, with a greater policy, um, nine times out of 10, it probably kick in two years. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Um, if she has no health issues, like terminal health issues, real serious health issues, and she's not really dependent on a whole bunch of medication that, that shows up red flags, not all medication shows a red flag. Okay. Okay, so so she's not on medications that's showing red flags and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's normal medication that they keep in, 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 in factor because of her age. So if it's just medication that's normal within her age group, she's fine. She probably get a policy that starts right away. Oh, you know, but it okay. will cost a little bit money. Okay. You're gonna be looking at spending almost two hundred dollars. Okay. But you gotta ask yourself two hundred dollars right now versus fourteen thousand later. Exactly. Exactly. You get know what I'm saying? That's what I keep telling people. You got to think about everybody look at right now. And if you think about you know, the fact that you can, that funerals usually cost about fourteen to 20000 right? Right. Now, and that's the plaque, that's the, the burial, that's the service, that's everything. Right. Okay. So now, if you leave somebody, if you get a $10,000 policy, right? That's $4,000 that your family have to come up with. Right. You understand? Right. So something is better than nothing. Mm. You're right. So You know, and I always tell people that, you know, but yes, a person 88 years old without major health conditions can get a policy, but it will cost a few dollars. So I hope I did answer at least someone's question out there who would be listening to this podcast. If you um, are taking care or you know someone um, of a family member or a friend who is um, over the age of 75 and maybe fall into that category. And on my podcast, here I am speaking with Felicia, who is into life insurance. She, she sells life insurance. And um, I believe she answered that question perfectly. So thank you, Felicia, um, for educating us. So. Um, I hope that people really do take advantage and really listen to this podcast and listen to this episode regarding life insurance uh, because um, the world we live in today, um, life is no guarantee tomorrow. Um, Felicia, what are some of the, um, what are the biggest advantages of life insurances that uh, we should know about? other than um, a big payout or, you know, but what are some of the um, advantages that you should educate us about? Well, okay, so the question that that we always, uh, well, one of the things we always face is the fact that we always trying to get a good job, work and save money, you know, save money, save money. Everybody want to save money. And ask ourselves, what are we saving money for? We can't take it with us, right? Right. Okay, so, and then we put money inside the bank as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you get a little bit of interest a year, a little pennies, you know? Yep. Nothing really. Yep. If you put a certain amount of money into an annuity or an index or a universal um, policy or a whole life policy, 
if you invest into one of those, you're going to get way more out of that. You're going to at least make about, I had a guy that put 50000 inside one of his accounts with me uh-huh. and uh, with a whole life policy. And he made about, uh, I think it was like uh, 250000 at the end of the year off of that $50,000 investment. Wow. The interest that you grow, the interest that you that you get into investing into a life insurance policy is way more than what you would get from a bank or any other investment that you do other than buying stocks. Because right. that's what you're doing. It's, it's, it's all a financial game. It's all the stocks game. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. so I always tell people, you know, we always looking to do an instant estate. You know, everybody wants to save up money for their kids in case something happened to them. They think they don't need life insurance because they got a couple of dollars saved up. Trust me, you need life insurance. Everybody right. needs life insurance. You know, it's something that's going to be left behind to add and complement whatever else you're doing. And it's not costing you that much if you start at a good age. Right, right, right. And, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, uh, also, I I do want to um, I do want to um, ask you um, to share your social media regarding life insurance. If someone wanted to reach out to you um, regarding life insurance, if they wanted to invest in themselves and protect themselves and their family, how would they reach out to you? Well, I do have a page. It's called Oliver. Free life insurance agent. I do have a Facebook page, but you can reach me at um, my number is 860 997 3640. Okay. And um, even though you live in Connecticut, uh, do you also handle life insurance outside of Connecticut? Yes, I currently hold license in 10 states. I'm looking to get more by the end of the year. Okay. And what states are those? Um, I'm Iowa, Illinois, South Carolina, North Carolina, North Dakota, South Dakota, Virginia, West Virginia, Connecticut, Maryland. Oh, How many wow. is that? That's 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's 10. <laughs> Ohio. Okay. Michigan. <laughs> the thing about insurance, though, it's 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 a um, number. You know, the further you can reach out, and the more license that you have, it's a very expensive um, game being an agent. It does cost a lot to be in the insurance game, but it's very profitable and it's also beneficiary because you're helping so many people. You know. Now these you are people, so many people. Now these are people. Do you do you telemarket or do um, do they reach out to you? Well, you know, this is 2022, so the game has changed a little bit. Um, I never felt like life insurance should be something that should be telemarketed okay. because it's too important, right? You know, to, for it to be set up or and people mind like old people calling me for life insurance, like telemarketers call me, right? You know, and that's not how you're supposed to think at all. Right. And and I never felt comfortable starting off like that. Right. But when I started off, that's how the game was. To me, it's, I was learning the game and this is how it was. This is how it's always been. Right. You know, so people fill out applications online, you know, looking to get insurance. And then they wind up. Sorry about that. <laughs> 
So people get insurance and um, then they fill out applications. They fill out applications for, for insurance online to get quotes and so forth. Those applications get sent to agents. Okay. That, that's, who's, that's who's within that pipeline. And those oh, okay. agents contact that person. Oh, okay. And a lot of times they pay for those applications as well. Oh, okay. You know, they pay for those applications as well. So now when you do that and you set those applications up and you get those phone calls, it's feel like a telemarketer is calling you. It's like, damn, I'm getting harassed. Right. You know, right? Like life insurance should not be thought of like that. So now what I did was I invested a lot of money and a lot of time, but I got onto a platform. So by me having a lot of licenses and dates, I'm able to advertise my advertisement, my posts and so forth that I have another company setting up for me. Right. And um, they basically shoot those posts all out on the internet, mm-hmm. on TV, on TV ads, you know, and, and it just goes all out all over the different states that I carry, you know, so that's reaching a lot of people, Absolutely. you know, so anybody that's interested in life insurance, they just contact me from the number that's posted up on the ad. Right. And so I they really call, do, in, they and call I really, in interested. And I really do hope a lot of people take advantage of it. Like I said, uh, we had 30 mass shootings across our state and that's a lot of shootings and a lot of deaths. And we never know when we're going to go. Um, and we got to be prepared. We, we all have to be prepared. I mean, I'm talking about from children, um, from children to adults. And so I'm glad you... Go ahead. I'm glad you said children, um, Crystal, because uh, when you do a life insurance policy and you have a child that's at least um, under the age of 22... Mm-hmm. You can add a $5,000 or $10,000 policy. It's called a child rider. Yes. You can add that onto your insurance for like five or 10 extra bucks a month. And Please that right there, carry your child until they turn 21. Now, if you have a younger child and you add them onto your policy or a grandchild and you have add them onto your policy, if something was to happen to you and say that child is like 10 years old, the insurance company would continue to enforce that policy on that child until that child turns 25 years old. People, do you guys hear this? Please. For a few extra bucks. Please. Felicia, can you please repeat that? Regarding the (laughs) children. No, you're laughing. But we just had uh, how many kids in Texas? How many many deaths? Please repeat. The insurance for children. It's very and, you know, important. Those parents could have been able to use that money if they had insurance on their child. And unfortunately, they could have been able to use that money to fight against gun violence. You know? And and, and it's not just, you know, people look at life insurance, you know, and, and, and look at, oh, well, people just trying to benefit off of people when they die. That's not how it is. What if something tragic happened to you and they get that policy, they decide to start a foundation, you know, in your name. They could have started a foundation in kids' name. Yes. It really, really gave a fight to gun violence, you know? Yes. If each one of those family members had a policy in place. Yes. That's a lot of money. So we can't, so we can't take this lightly. We have to think now. We have to strategize now on life insurance. She is That's part why of the greater Harford community, especially today. in Connecticut. 
and she has licenses in um, it seems like more than 10, uh, 10 states. <laughs> <laughs> so we have her on the 90 day podcast to educate us on life insurance and about um, adding kids to your life insurance as a writer. And it is so important not only with the mass shootings, but with the street violence too. We have too many of us dying from street violence and um, these gun shootings and these um, um, just um, illegal searches and unwarranted um, police invasions. And it's just too much. And I wanted to say something too, like, you know, and I know from experience this last year, losing a lot of family that was very close to me. And um, I seen people not have the money to bury their loved ones. And it's like, you know, you already hurting because your loved ones passed away. Yes. It's a different type of hurt when you can't bury them. Yes. And you can't afford to put them away the, the, the way that you want to put them away because you don't have any money. Right. You know, and I tell people that all the time. I saw my cousin hurt when his son died in a car accident at the age of 21. And he's only 40, 45 himself. And to have his son die and not be able to put a tombstone on him, not be able to bury him. You know, we had to do all these fundraisers. That was a different type of pain on top of that. So I urge people not to have to go through that, not to put themselves through that. Wow. Now, personally, I'm going to say I do have life insurance, so I'm not just talking and not practicing what I preach. So I do have life insurance with Prime America, me and my family. I do have life insurance through Prime America, but I have Felicia. On our on the ninety day. I am not with Prime America, by the way. Well, no, she's not with Prime America. (laughs) I am with Family First Life Insurance. (laughs) Just to make that correction, (laughs) I have policies that offer cash back. Okay, so we have a policy called CBO one hundred, CBO fifty. My niece is twenty five, twenty one years old, and I had her on her policy for one year now. So, and um, like I said, today's show is about um, life insurance because it's, it's very important. She is a part of the Greater Hartford community here in Connecticut. And Felicia is a part of our community. Just give us your social media and how to contact you so um, if anyone wants to contact you regarding life insurance. Yes, it's Felicia. I'm sorry, my name is Felicia Oliver. My life insurance page is Oliver Fee Life Insurance Agent. And my phone number is 860-997-3640. Okay. And this is Crystal Renee from the 90 Day Podcast. And thank you so much for joining us here on the 90 Day Podcast. And thank you for educating us on life insurance. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night.